Hello. I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee and in the process engage you with an anecdote of no small amusement. Welcome to another episode of Nerdyverse here at Nerd Herder. I'm J-Dub. And I am allegedly Boop. Allegedly. Uh, you are also here and I'm glad you're here. I've heard um, conflicting reports. <laughs> rumors do circulate. Is the Boop present? Is Boop in the room? Is Boop in Can the room? Can we speak to Boop, please? <laughs> I sense a presence in this house. Um, it smells like nacho cheese Doritos. We are podcast professionals, I promise. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, we are here. I'm glad to be here. I don't know about you. Uh, this continues to be a highlight and a light at the end of the tunnel for me uh, each week, uh, especially this crap show of a week. Uh, to get to hang out and chat things I like with people I like, that's the life right there. And we only get to do it for two hours and uh, a week. My goodness. Essentially, yes. I, it. Listen, we try. We try to be timely. We try to hit an hour. I, I don't know what else to say. We try. <laughs> yes. And I don't want to uh, interrupt, but I believe your mic is backwards. My mic backwards? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you talk while I fix that. Well, uh, not to bring down the party almost immediately, but it's been a big week. Um, unfortunately, something mm -hmm. happened today. Um, uh they announced the passing of the beautiful singer Julie Cruz, who did a lot of the Roadhouse performances in Twin Peaks. If you're a Twin Peaks fan, uh, her beautiful ethereal voice rings in my mind almost 24-7. Uh, that's very sad, especially if you're a fan of Twin Peaks like I am. Uh, and so, it, yeah, uh, RIP, hopefully she is, you know. In Resting well in the White Lodge. Exactly. Um, Thank you for making words that I could not. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, if you've never realized, which I wouldn't blame anyone, if Twin Peaks is still kind of obscure, but mm. our intro and outro are courtesy of Twin Peaks. Don't tell anybody. We don't want to get sued. But mm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure David Lynch would not sue us. Um, you know, we, He's got <sighs> weather reports to make. My gosh, this takes me way back when we first started Nerdyverse. Um, Raven. the lovely Raven, beautiful, with us. beautiful um, Raven. When we first started Nerdyverse, we we uh, we used a lot of lingo to describe yes. this as like this nerdy cup of coffee for your day or what. Like back when we used to podcast in the morning, when we were completely different people, <laughs> children. <laughs> oh, almost. take us back! But um, yeah, and so coffee is very centric to Twin Peaks. It's uh, a very important, sacred. I even. love it. Um, I, I love characters the the family of actors that that show is if you haven't watched it please watch it and then text us if you have questions because you will <laughs> and i've read the books and so uh I've done the reading we're we're recommending a lot of things because I, you know i'm sure a lot of people are checking this out a lot of our listeners who are used to us obviously for star wars we love star wars but we also love other things hence nerdyverse for the all the other stuff that we love um, but this, nobody, nobody wrote in or banged down the door for a Transformers episode. Uh, but this was this, I, you know what? I just wanted to do it. 
Exactly. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. I did not coerce. Uh, Boop is here uh, with consent, but it, it yes, it, this is a me thing. I like Transformers. And you know what? Me too. And I wanted to talk about it. And luckily, I'm not the only one that likes Transformers. And so right. uh, it, it's nice to, and that's one of the things is, I mean, getting to find all kinds of things that we share in common with our Star Wars friends is really cool because so many times, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate, they like something and they're like, oh, I don't know if anyone else likes this. And you don't really have someone to share that with. Uh, and, and one of the things we like to do with Nerd Order is highlight what we like to be able to be like, hey, I'm over here. I like it too. Let's talk about that because that's interesting. It, we, we like what we like and we like talking about it. Uh, that's just a nerd thing. And so uh, mm-hmm. we, we certainly have fun with that all the time. The lovely Miss Raven uh, here joining us live because you can do that. You she can does do like that every Friday at nine. Uh, Raven, why aren't you on this podcast if you like Transformers? Talk, uh, talk to talk to past talk to past J Dub and and make sure he corrects that sin. Uh, but anyway, so yes, but we have uh, lovely. Well, we were supposed to have a lovely pair, but nonetheless, we still have one of the loveliest parts of the Broaxium crew. Not it's only true. is Raven in the chat, but our lovely guest for the evening is the illustrious Christopher Ryan's. Is it Christopher or is it Chris? It's it's Christopher. Yeah. It's Christopher. Mm-hmm. Is that your Jesus name? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I had I had <laughs> government name. I had someone uh, drop that on me the other day. They were they were like, uh, my name my name's Wade, uh, but my Jesus name is Billy Wade. I'm like, that's not better. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I, I don't know what church your parents went to, but I'd have questions. Jesus name. Uh, Chris. Yeah. How are you? Sir? Sorry about my voice. I've been uh I've had some uh energon sickness over the past <laughs> yes. week. Yeah. So um it, yeah, it's, it's not his optimism. I can I can try and use my regular voice, but uh I just try to keep it rested so I could uh it's true. So I can yes. go a little bit, yes. but yeah, I'll do my best. He's trying to compete with uh Alden for best podcast radio voice. So <laughs> wow. <laughs> Every single time I get a text from one of my brothers, like, who's that guy you had on your podcast? He's got a great radio voice. <laughs> I text him and I'm like, You're you got fans. <laughs> it all goes to his head, but immediately. Uh, man, uh what's been going on with uh Bro Axiom crew? I know you, Dan, y'all were fresh off of uh Star Wars Celebration. How was yeah. that? That was uh that was an amazing time. Um you know, a lot of highlights, a lot of missed opportunities because there was so much to do oh, and so always. many people, you know, in, there's so many meetups and things like that. So I've missed, I think, like two or three meetups and some of those are scheduled at the same time. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I got to fulfill a little lifelong dream of mine and meet Carl Weathers. I got to go to Galaxy's Edge so I can stop being jealous of people uh, <laughs> who get to go before me. Um you know, and then you know, the, the, the top the thing off on our first day was that um, the world premiere of Obi Wan Kenobi, and we got to go to that, and that was uh, I can I can barely even um, <laughs> mm-hmm. put into words. You know, I can barely li- alliterate how amazing that was to go to that. It was just oh man, that- it was something else. Yeah, I could barely even verbally quantify that one, but uh, it was it was it was an amazing time. That's awesome. Yeah, so much of 
celebration is celebration in the emotional sense. It's just, it's yeah. the experience and the feeling of just basking in all of that, whether mm. it's yeah. it hanging out with your friends, whether it is the right. content in the news, whatever. Yeah. Um, it, it's something to experience for sure for yeah. a Star Wars fan. And, you know, <clears throat> the one thing that the, the highlight going into this, yeah, with, with Celebration Chicago I went to and in Celebration 2 and 3 that I also went to, it was definitely going to see whatever new things uh, for like Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith back then or yeah. with whatever they're going to show for Mandalorian and all that kind of stuff for for um, for uh, Chicago. With this one, yeah, we were you know looking forward to stuff with Obi-Wan and or Ahsoka, all that stuff. But that was secondary. That played secondary to finally getting to hang out with everyone or almost everyone because you guys weren't there, unfortunately. But uh with everyone within our 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 you know community of weird yeah. space friends and uh <laughs> and it was uh it, it was that was that was the absolute highlight just, you know meeting you know for me like meeting Pete and Nick and mm. uh you know Scotty and Jerry and 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 Modelo Mike everyone it was, was fantastic <laughs> yeah i i mean we've mentioned it uh the week of the week after and and even still the feeling is definitely um we we envied more who was there, who got to be together than mm-hmm. being in the room for the news. Mm-hmm. And beat mm-hmm. the Pringles. I, I did not feel like <laughs> I just... Yeah, I got anything. the Pringles, man. <laughs> you did get the Pringles. I got um, the Pringles and I got two boxes of the Frosted Flakes, man. <laughs> I, I am not proud of what I did to get those two, but I, but I, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, what you do. This what is you a family do. show, Chris. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the way they did, and and here's the thing: I know some people were upset about the live stream stuff, but at the end of the day, I got the news. I was fine. Yeah. Um, I I only cried when I saw the pictures of everyone together and all that, and it's very, yeah. it's a very much like from us. It's it we're happy for everyone that got to go, but we're definitely like, well, we were originally resolving we're like we're going <laughs> next year. And then they dropped yeah. the location for it, and then we're like, London. "We're not going. Next we're year. going 2024 <laughs> instead." No, right? We're going to. Uh, Fingers crossed for what Orlando. What was the name I came up with? Like, celebration. Celebration. Oh. <laughs> yes. Celebration. <laughs> celebration. Nice. Yes, we will get all of the pickle bros together. It's true uh, for our own celebration, and yeah. it'll be at Scotty's wedding. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. So, but um. No, but now before we dive into uh, the the podcast, mm-hmm. the, the content, I did want to just take a moment and get a sip from, oh, what's this? Uh, new Merch. Nerd Herder merchandise. If you're tuning into this live, you'll see that I am now lovely. I've got a lovely little beverage here in our Pride Nerd Herder merchandise. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And while he sips from that, Something that I did not tell you off off camera because I wanted to get your reaction on camera, Chris. Oh, yes. Uh, so a while back we talked about Masters of the Universe, the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was my first time seeing a Masters of the Universe property ever. I feel like that's not as bad. Yeah, it is. It, okay, well, it's it's bad. <laughs> I'll divert to the yeah, expert that's, because. That's, oh boy! Wow. <laughs> And only, I kept going. Uh, you're, so. you're, you're, you're previewing ahead because uh, not only is Chris here tonight, he'll be here with us in a couple of weeks to talk about Master of the Universe, uh, right. which we now have a confirmed sequel to Revelation, Revolution. Um, oh, is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. Huh. 
I, I didn't uh, catch it at first, uh, just because I was just like so ecstatic that it got announced. But uh, nice. yeah, I totally missed that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, mostly because it's like two different letters. Exactly, <laughs> they didn't change much. So there you go for the oh Kevin fans. Smith. <laughs> for the dyslexic fans, we noticed nothing. Yeah. Um, but yes, so uh, new Nerd Herder merch is out for Pride, and all of the proceeds we get, which is not much, uh, so buy a lot, but. Uh, any proceeds we do uh, earn from that are going to go straight to the Amidala Initiative uh, at Amidala Helps. Uh, you can check out 77 other content creators who are doing all kinds of things to promote the goodness and support uh, Equality Texas and their work in Texas for LGBTQ plus folks uh, and families. So uh, get over there, check that out. If you want non-Pride merch as well, we do have some of that. Get it before Disney takes it down because mm. it's like a weekly mm. adventure for me. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but nonetheless, we are, I don't know if you guys know, but we are here to talk Transformers. Wow. <laughs> right. Stan Bush, the, the musical wow. legend. Look, here's the thing. I don't, if you don't know Transformers, I don't think you understand how much work went into an epic soundtrack for Transformers. No, including uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Including Weird Al Yankovic. Like the the soundtrack for the Transformers movie, the original, uh, still slaps today. I would say it is the greatest soundtrack ever, outside <laughs> of anything that John Williams has done for Star Wars. It's, Very true. Um, there you go. It it is the best soundtrack. It has the best songs. Stan Bush, Vince Dicola, yeah, Weird Al with you know Dare to Be Stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was it was dope. But uh, it, that soundtrack just look. I've put that soundtrack to any movie, and I'm like. This makes the movie a thousand times so better. Any fun. movie, Terms oh, of yeah. Endearment, a thousand times better. <laughs> Dad's family, boom! It's just a thousand times better. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, it makes everything better. Uh, and I, I think the movie is pretty great to start out. But uh, yeah, no, yeah. Transformers has amazing music. That that one uh, specifically. So, uh, Stan Bush is most, I think, known and what's most associated musically with Transformers is the Touch. The touch. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, they actually convinced this man to come back and do an actual song about Transformers, uh, which that is an excerpt from called Till All Are One. Mm -hmm. And it is the most like orchestral and epic piece of music about toys ever. Yeah. <laughs> it just it, I love how seriously he took the art. And I, I have that stuck in my head on the regular because uh, he put his heart and soul into Absolutely. that, I believe. Mm -hmm. Probably and some blood. He's probably never seen a Transformer, and that's okay, because Stan Bush is magic. Uh, but nonetheless, you you have seen a Transformer, Chris, and hence why you're here, yeah. uh, at least a few. And so I figured we could start off with maybe what you love about Transformers, because, I mean, you were a, a first pick for this for sure. We've briefly chatted uh, about Transformers, mostly about where we disagree on certain films. But nonetheless, I, I knew you were an out and proud Transformers fan. And Absolutely. so um, maybe a little bit about what you love or maybe the Star or the Transformers thing that made you. I, I look, Art, so it came out in 84. I was nine years old. Um, it, it's almost like the same way when people ask me, well, what, what made you a Star Wars fan? I'm like, well, I was, it came out in 77. I was two years old. It there you go. Like, yeah. um, and it was it was the same thing with this. It, it was just that new thing that came along and blew my mind. And it was <clears throat> Transformers came out. 
I can't explain to you what the phenomenon was because there was really outside of Star Wars, there was or G.I. Joe and Master of the Universe because they were they were out a year earlier. Um, there's really nothing like it. Um mm-hmm. There was so much, you know, mystique around it and whatnot. Like, oh, they they transform into cars and this is and that. And oh, I wish I can go back to me being like the third and fourth grade to even <laughs> get into that same mindset of what it was like. But uh, uh, yeah, Transformers. It was just, it was just amazing. It was just amazing. It, it just captivated. Anyway, there wasn't a kid in school. No, you know, well, back in elementary school, you know, and there was no cool kids or this or that. Like everyone was just like. We're just all in the Transformers. It all came down to who had the most Transformers, or you know, sure. uh, which was the you know the coolest kid in school was a cool uh, was a kid who had the first run of the Dinobots, or um, you know, uh, I remember like you know my my mom, I got Optimus Prime for Christmas one year <clears throat> by sheer luck. Um, my mom was doing some Christmas shopping, and there was someone in front of her in line who had Optimus Prime. It was like the last one, and wow. um that that parent was with their kid and their kid was acting up and their mother put off his prime back. My mom was like, scoop. Yeah. And, uh, and oh so my. I got it. Like, thanks to that kid losing his shit in school. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, um, <coughs> but uh, pardon me, pardon my, my français. But uh, um, yeah, it, it was just, it was a absolute phenomenon. I can't, I can't even, oof. Could barely quantify that one, but yeah, I couldn't think of a better title for it because I mean, growing up with, and obviously I came after the initial premiere of the the original run, yeah. Um, But it was one of those things where once I got it, I binged as much as I could access legally and slightly not illegal. Uh, But anyway, um, and so like growing up with it, I feel like it was still that that perfect childhood magic of it mm-hmm, for sure mm-hmm. um we we've talked about this i think on a recent episode with star wars stuff where it's just like you, you kind of have to be in a special place it's really hard to get adults into transformers uh just like it is with star wars i think yeah. there's something in the child childlike magic of it and that's okay like i'll admit i watch children's shows transformers are children's shows by and large the most adult they get i would say are the feature films yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like, it takes me back to that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes me feel just as hyped and excited on the couch now as it, like, I, again, I, you know, before this, I was watching one of my favorite, uh, classic series and it was the same thing of just like, I'm laughing at the jokes. I'm, I'm leaning into the action scenes. It's still mm-hmm. fun. Um, but I think, I, I think you have to discover it. Or you have better luck liking it if you discover it at a young age. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. think. You know, you know, each character was so different. They had a different voice, even though in, in, <laughs> the, in, that, in that G1 series, there was like a handful of voice actors. And each yes. Very yes. talented really voice poor. actors. And each voice actor did like six oh, yeah. characters each. Right. Um, but each one had a distinct voice, a distinct attitude. And you know, <clears throat> that was fantastic for kids. You know, back in the day, it, you know, in oh boy, in my day, um, <laughs> because you know, it, it, there was something for each of us to latch on to. You know, yes. Optimus Prime and Ironhide, those two had the same voice actor and Peter Cullen, but they mm. were so different that it, you know, I, I never told them apart. Frank Welker, who was a genius, oh my, he was, was half, the cast. you know, was a voice, yeah, he's half the cast, <laughs> you know, uh, he, he did so many voices. Corey Burton, who was uh, Spike and, and Shockwave, 
and a few others like you know, Frank Welker was like Soundwave and and Wheelie and um, Ravage and, and, and Laserbeak uh, and Frenzy and Rumble and Frenzy Rumble yeah uh, and of course Megatron you know it's, it's amazing these are, and and Optimus Prime like back in the eighties you know kids we had like uh, I had a father of course but uh, um, <laughs> What's that? I had one at kids, one point for kids. Optimus Prime was there were, there were like there were like two major father figures back in the day, and that was Hulk Hogan and Optimus Prime. <laughs> and Hulk wow. Hogan has disappointed me to, to great lengths. To, he's turned into a racist piece. <laughs> but um, but Optimus Prime was like one of those great father figures. And if we talk about Transformers the movie, the 1986 movie. Oh man, let, yeah. let me explain to you what little Chris was like. Little eleven year old Chris watching that movie. In the theater, and Optimus Prime dies, and granted, I'm not sobbing or anything like that, or blah blah. I'm just watching it and just tears, tear. <laughs> just tears. Just I'm just bloody. Uh, that see, so that was that was me as well. Like I remember uh, watching. I, I went to and please, internet, do not run with this, okay? But. Okay. <laughs> Where I grew up, before there was a blockbuster, there was Beaver's video. Okay. <laughs> yes, there was a large department there that you were not allowed to go to as a youth. A large I would department. imagine. <laughs> I would imagine they had to have an adult section there. Had oh, to. Mo- yes. Like, like, beavers. I mean, it, it's there was a like there was a reason like they had one side that was explicitly kids. There was a little playground in there and everything, and I think mm-hmm. they made it so attractive, so it was like. Go over there. Don't go to the dark section. Um, but anyway, uh, they had uh, all. Well, they had the, the first three seasons um, of Transformers. And, the OG, yeah. Yeah, and I, I watched the heck out of that and then Good. found out, wait, there's a movie? Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've watched this series at least a couple times, really fallen in love with the characters. And, and like you said, like, Optimus Prime, like OG Optimus Prime, and some series have really done it well as well. He was that very um, different. He wasn't like the coolest or the the leader or the hero because he uh, did the most epic things or beat the most bad guys. It was it was like his upstandingness. Yes. It was he was GI yes. Joe as a robot. He was he was he was a full on hero. He was a robotic security blanket. For, yeah. uh, for kids my age back then, absolutely. And so, uh, yeah. obviously, growing up as a kid, he's one of my favorites. We'll talk mm-hmm. about my favorite favorite later, but like, yes, we will. One of my favorites. And so, I knew nothing about this movie. Pop it in. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there goes like jumper. Twelve minutes. Twelve minutes in, and I couldn't finish it the first time. I was, I was, I was. You were like, devastated, weren't you? I don't care who this hot rod is. I don't care about these new characters. Don't get me I'm started out. on hot rod. I'm um, out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No. So, 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 so how how traumatized are right, so, so <clears throat> for for us? The, the, the commercials leading up to, they were just telling us Optimus Prime's going to die. They were pretty much saying in the commercials, every episode of Transformers leading up to this movie coming out, you know, it was like, well, they literally said, will Optimus Prime die? You know, all that stuff. And you see him getting shot in the face and everything. So we're like, we're like, oh, no. They, they were mentally preparing us for right. this. Um, so, so when it happens, all right. 
I didn't think there were going to be that much of a body count because in the Bruh. show, people got shot. But oh, and then they're back the next episode. They're fine. Right. There was and this no, one, they get no shot. That's when they get shot in the, in the, in the animated movie. That's it. Mm-hmm. They're done. My first Transformer was Prowl, the uh, the police car. Mm. Oh, dude. Arguably, well, next to Ironhide, arguably the worst off in that movie. Yo, I was just like, oh, hey, oh, oh, oh. It, like, like when the light goes out in his eyes, the smoke, yeah. I was like, I was oh. like, oh, no. I was like, <laughs> no, no. Like, yeah, they killed him. They killed Braun got shot in the shoulder and died. I was like, what is happening? Right. Are, are they are there lasers that much more powerful now? You know, or right. you know, something. Why I was doing this the entire time. I was so confused. Like, why are they dying? You know, like a little eleven year old me couldn't handle it. Um, yeah. you know, then you know they all get shot up. Ratchet gets shot up, and and Ironhide gets shot up, and then Ironhide had the nerve to like try to live. And uh, <laughs> how dare he? How yeah, dare he? Big John's like that. shut up, and like hits him in the uh, you know. Point blank to the face. Oh yeah, um, that was just too much. It was intense, and um, yeah. so no, I I was I was right there with you, absolutely. And and that's that's the heartache of coming to a young age and loving this thing is that you know, and, and all of that. And we, you and I joked about this on on Twitter, but all mm-hmm. of that was just so they could clear the shelves yes. for more toys. Mm-hmm. That was that was the game plan, absolutely. They had no idea what they were doing. Like, like oh, oh yeah. they had they, they they knew what they were doing, but they had no idea what the uh, damage would be to kids because this messed kids up oh, yeah. because and, we were so close to these characters and they just killed them off for new ones and granted i loved uh um, ultra magnus and perceptor and and the junkions and and that i'm not saying hot rod and and you know it's just it's, <laughs> uh but but you know they kill off these characters that we all were so here, here's here's what transformers the movie did <laughs> it made kids my age grow up Way far sooner soon. than we should have. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. That movie put hair on our chest, so to speak. Like we we <laughs> we had to deal with death at that point. Like uh, seeing Optimus Prime di- well, that yeah. seemed so final. Like they seen him die and turn black and gray. We're like, oh yeah, they, they made sure you know that was dead dead. That mm-hmm. was um, lost. That was lost that we dealt with. Like I said, when, when I when I when I sat there and watched <laughs> and just tears streaming down my face, that was a that was a special kind of hurt. Mm-hmm. That was a special kind of hurt. Well, and it's different than to relate it to something else we we love. It, you know, it's different than in Star Wars when Obi Wan sacrifices himself, or right. you know, we we get these heroic moments that I I I feel like even as a kid I wasn't like oh no Obi Wan hmm. number one because instantly we hear his voice from beyond calling out to yeah. Luke and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like even in Star Wars, I, I don't want to say death isn't just, final. Yeah, it, it's not, and it's not just about having purpose, but I just feel like overall it wasn't, there wasn't a death at that point in my childhood that traumatized me. Absolutely not. But nope. Transformers traumatized me. That was yes. one of the first instances of like a childhood character dying. Like yes. That was, that was legit. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a video on YouTube. Man, I can't think of the name right now, but there's this dude. You know, guys my age, it was like our own therapy session. Um, where uh, he talked about how this, 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 this destroyed kids. There were kids who locked themselves in their rooms for weeks on end 
because they were traumatized mm -hmm. because Optimus Prime was killed. Yeah. Like that's 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 the kind of connection that mm -hmm. you know, like Transformers made with us. And yeah. I was like, I wasn't like, that's weird. I was like, I understand. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I totally understand that. Yeah, it, it was it was very different. And I'm I'm very glad that in general, 97% of Transformers has gone a completely different direction. Optimus Prime keeps dying. But in general, it's a lot less traumatizing. Yeah, yeah. The, the it's never ones, hit the same again. No, no. Like, like, like. You know, I know we're getting on those those hard Bay movies you like, but uh, <laughs> like when he died in that, I was like, saw it coming. Right. Yeah, uh, knew he'd be back by the end of the film. Exactly. Um, so now, boop for you though. Yes. So to circle back to uh, obviously, Chris and I have childhood relations with Transformer. Wait a minute. That's a bad, we, bad we, choice of words. <laughs> we have liked Transformers since our youth days. Yes. Uh, but for you, for me, as you recently said off mic, but for the the live listeners now, yes, Transformers. I did not grow up watching Transformers. I know horror of horrors. It's all right. It was out of my sphere of awareness. I yeah. had older brothers, but we were watching Ninja Turtles. Like. We had other stuff There's to do. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing oh, yeah. wrong. You were you were onto other great content. That's I was, right. and great content I watched. Um, I will stand by my statement that uh, TMNT Secret of the Use is the best sequel ever made. Ever, 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 ever. Um, Still hold mm -hmm. to that. Okay, don't make that face. Um, but yeah, Transformers wasn't really. I knew of them, of course. I could never mm -hmm. figure out how to actually transform the toys <laughs> because they were just a bit too difficult for me. Yeah, it, 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 uh, it definitely t it taught us problem solving. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, <laughs> especially the, the old old ones where it's yeah. just like, the oh, this doesn't metal. even have yeah. a face. Yeah. Um, Where's the face? Right. I, I oh, like Ironhide and Ratchet. Yeah, they that, were just windshields. I, I got one and I was just like, I think mine's broken. <laughs> Yeah. Like no, no, well, you got it. That's right. That's that's the toy. That's you right. Should've, you should have grabbed a visual aid before uh, coming on camera. Um, uh, probably somewhere around. I have plenty. You do. <laughs> but yeah, like up until two thousand what? Two thousand uh, sixteen. Oh. Um, yeah, yes, because we went to see Age of Extinction together. We did. No, I I went to see it with my parents. The first movie. The first. Oh. Yeah. 2007. 2007. And up until 2007, I had never oh. sat down to watch a Transformers <laughs> property. I know. I know. And I didn't like it. Oh, yeah. And I continued to not like it until very recently. <laughs> yeah, like I, Transformers was very hi. Uh, that's a John thing. I'm gonna I'll, I'll sit around the room when John is watching it. Boba. Boba. Boba does not fine. He, he, he snores. Okay. That's enough. Um, yeah. It, I, I talk all the time about how John will sit me in front of his toy shelves and just tell me a bunch of stuff. And that was how I learned about many a Transformer. I couldn't, you know, point them out in a lineup except for, you know, the basics. Um, but up until very recently, uh, when you sat me down to watch a few choice episodes of G1, and then we're watching through Prime right now. Yeah, when we when we settled on this episode, because I went back and forth um, 
and I, I don't remember what it was, but you were finally like, okay, like. I know exactly what it was. What? It was all the clips of Starscream that you showed me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I yeah. knew it was something where you're like, all right, I'll, let's talk yeah. about it. I'll try. I love a queer-coded <laughs> villain, obviously. So uh, what I love about, uh, I mean, like with any fan, you know, uh, when people like something, they latch onto it in a fandom mm -hmm. and. Uh, you can find, if you like specific things um, in your fandom, you can find someone who also likes them and has made videos about it. Mm -hmm. And so um, I had found these um, like character highlights, like moments from G1, from uh, Beast Wars, from the 2000s mm. animated shows, from the movies. Like this person would take their favorite things of each of these characters, Starscream included, mm. and, and put them together. And there were certain ones that definitely you were leaning up for or paying attention to versus other ones where you're just like okay yeah i've seen that one that's i don't like that, that man's one. got a crown i like him <laughs> um so yeah because he was very much like okay let let's try let's dabble with let's, the transformers let's test out and definitely starscream is probably my favorite transformer it does not surprise me at I, all <laughs> come on man you could at least be a little bit surprised <laughs> Yeah, like I sue me. I love a purple queer coded villain, all right? Um in any form that loves to be in charge of things and is ready to take over at a moment's notice. <laughs> yes. Megatron has um, stubbed his toe. I am now the leader of the Decepticons. Prepare my coronation crown. <laughs> yeah, I and then you showed me the Dinobots episode of G1 Transformers. Yeah, so yeah, so for us, I think the first thing we watched together for Transformers was Age of Extinction. And even for a non-Transformers fan, Boop was very dissatisfied with Dinobots. Because I think 15 minutes. I think one of the starting points I, I gave Boop for like, hey, can we go see this for my birthday? Was there's dinosaur robots in it. Yes. Because uh, you were then and you still very much are a dino fan. And I do. I love dinosaurs. I love that even as a not Transformers fan, you were dissatisfied. So, like, I wanted to show you the origins of the Dinobots, the original lovely Dinobots. And um, they are puppies. It, oh, I love they them so much. They are just big dogs, and I love them so much. Yeah, very different. Very Grimlock, different. king of Dinobots. <laughs> uh, Greg Berger, I've met that man. He's one of the sweetest Transformers voice actors. They're mm. all, all of the original cast are some of the most amazing people uh, if you ever have the chance to meet them. I've met uh, Peter. I've met Corey. I've met uh, Greg. Um, you know, they're, they're just fantastic, fantastic uh, golden lads. I, you know, Beautiful. it's just, and, and yet again, to call back to like the title of this episode, like there's so much about how Transformers came about, who made it happen and what made it the thing that, uh, kids like me and Chris uh, and fell in love with and then evolved to what other people would then fall in love with like it can't be anything less than a phenomenon because it's just so many things aligning and so much luck and chance that made mm. this weird little toy line based cartoon successful um, like it's it's so crazy to me what work had to come together to make it happen Yeah. Um, but we've gotten 38 years worth of excellent content. I think, Absolutely. So. 
Absolutely. But now, yeah. And as we've preached on Nerd Herder, and honestly, um, I mean, I think it it's something we've hit on a lot of times, especially if you go into our early episodes, because that was very much when you came off the high of, hey, I read this one Star Wars book, and now I have my favorite Star Wars character. It's true. Um, like, one, find the thing you like about a thing. Like, keep, you know, yeah. don't approach a fandom or a series or content from the same angle everybody tells you you have to uh find your thing and and if you don't have a thing that's fine but like you'd be surprised at if you approach something in a uniquely you way you'll find something that speaks to you that reaches Mm. you that just makes you laugh maybe whatever it is to you it doesn't have to be meaningful and deep it can just be fun yeah Um, i mean i starscream and slag they are two are your favorites yes I, and that's mm. what keeps me watching honestly because nice. nice. <laughs> yes. i like both of those things and i'm like i wonder how this is going to come up later i was like you're gonna love the movie there's so much dino bot content here. and there yeah. is <laughs> it's so good and then eric idol showed up and i was jazzed yeah uh i love that movie it's an amazing so universal fun. greeting yes. yeah okay when we first started dating, John would just say that sometimes. <laughs> and hey. I was like, okay, now I have context. <laughs> it's the way that they, the Junkions say it. It's the way that Rickgar says it that's like just stuck in my head. Uh, and it's yeah, just like, Jerry. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm saying it. It's like so many Star Wars sounds where it's just like, it's so unique. It's, it's filed under vital content in my brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it just lives there rent free. So yeah. Sometimes it just comes out like that that's a, a cycle in my elevator music is just Bob we thrown off with mini bone. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go watch the movie. Please. Yes. Um, you can currently do it for free on Prime if you have it, or it's very cheap to rent on uh, YouTube. Or and buy it. find I, a VACR and just watch it. That's true. Well, yeah. Um, but uh, as I preach often, uh, Tubi, T-U-B-I, a free streaming service. Not sponsored. Not a sponsor, should be, because I talk about it all the time, has all the Transformers. All of them. Oh, they're all in there. Well, mm-hmm. all of G1? All, all the American release. So all of G1, nice. um, the three anime formers, as I call them, uh, from the early 2000s. Beast Wars Beast is Wars, on there. amazing. Oh, my is Beast gosh. Machines on there? It is. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I actually gave that a second try uh, mm. recently, and I was just like, "Nope, still don't like that." <laughs> is, uh, is that the one that's hard to look at? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> I like how we knew exactly what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> yes, and and that you know coming from th- like you cannot like certain Transformers. Yeah, perfectly absolutely. Fine. I absolutely. don't like Beast Machines. Chris doesn't like the movies. I hate the movies. <laughs> I, I, yeah, not liking is putting it lightly. I, I, I hate, I hate those Michael Bay movies. It is, <laughs> it is. Thank you. It, you're right, Jerry. I try, man. I try, brother. Um, it, it, for me, and, I, and I'm sorry. I, I know you. I know you dig these movies, but it was like let's take everything that Transformers. Let's take everything that made Transformers what it is and why it's as popular as it is, and let's. Just not put that into the movies. Like, like I said, the title I have for those movies is "Humans the Movie." Watch out for some giant robots. That's <laughs> that's the name of those movies. Too many humans. Too much. It, it's 
it's too border, much it's borderline um kaiju movies for some i'd say mm. where it's just like the the movie happens around the giant monster yeah uh kind of thing yeah. um I, and and we were talking about this off the mic so yeah i i i enjoy i really really enjoy the first three i to a lesser mm. degree tolerate the fourth one and then the fifth one doesn't exist, and then Bumblebee happened uh, for me. And Bumblebee, next to the first one, is probably my favorite. I really Bumblebee like Bumblebee. Next to the other ones is a masterpiece. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Uh, it, it's some of the best. And I mean, you you said it off mic, but I, I'll say it again for you that that first five minutes is the and best it, part of that movie. The it's Cybertron stuff was amazing. Like me and my oh. friends, me and my friends, we're all a bunch of old fogies in our <laughs> 40s watching that movie <coughs> or whenever it came out but all of us were like oh we were literally that leonardo dicaprio meme yes watching yeah. like, I mean, like oh oh, oh. Me too, because it, it was just it was all over the place I, I applaud them for it they completely neglected any of that and i'm so glad so glad they had the self-control to do that in yeah. any of the marketing or anything because yeah Starting with that, I lost my mind. I was like, "This is amazing!" And then it went into, you know, it, <laughs> you know, the, uh, you know, you know, it went into Hawkeye and and her pet car <laughs> robot thing. I, I will say, I thought that was some of the better done human stuff in Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. If you're just sticking to the movies, but right. um, but all that to say, I. For someone like you, I completely get it. For for someone who is is very deep, like I said, I watched the shows on DVD from rent from a place called Beaver's Video. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you did. You <laughs> did watch it from Beaver's I Video. I could only watch it so much and so many times, mm -hmm. and then I was stuck with with, it, with whatever was on TV. It just happened mm -hmm. to be Beast Wars, and it just kind of continued that cycle. Uh, I wasn't steeped in G one, mm -hmm. and so. And I, I criticize the movies at times, especially from the Bayisms of, yeah. you know, they, they, hey, make this cool character, we'll name it later. And they just slap something on there. And it's just like, that is not who that is fundamentally. Nope. Nope. Um, or having these all kind like, we're going to shoot all these shots and then the, the visual effects just have to work with it. And it's just like, you know, it, yeah. there's many of those things that even in movies I enjoy still get to me because it's like, this could have been better and could have probably been more liked if it was better um yeah like if the transformers like looked like <laughs> things instead of like megatron looking like someone took <clears throat> a handful of aluminum foil and went put it on I, screen i love that especially in in revenge of the fallen i love that design though uh, he is <laughs> so beefy and crabby it's so cool and i mean heavily modified but it's still hugo weaving I think he does a great job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he hated that. I'm so not. Much. I'm not correcting you, Chris. I'm just. No, 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 I, no, no. I did. Hey, everyone's got their thing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never my, yuck my, anybody's my, yums. My, my <laughs> uh, for Transformers have driven Raven away. I know, I Goodbye, know, Raven. Love you, too. <laughs> hey, Raven. Um, but uh, so, but that's a good question. So, um, what? Obviously, G one is where your heart is, mm -hmm. Chris. Um, from that, have you really kept up with a lot? Have you found anything else that's absolutely been cool or interesting to you? Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> outside of G1, and I hate to sound like one of those, you know, those OT purists <laughs> and whatnot. You know what I'm talking about. There's yeah. just those, it's those three, and that's it. It's Empire Strikes Back. Ah, stop. But um, 
Yeah, I um I love um Beast Beast Wars. Oh. It was amazing. Mm. It was incredible. Um the IDW comics were amazing. The Netflix series is fantastic. Don't sleep on it. It is out now. Yeah. If you want to dive into the world of uh Transformers and need a very yeah. I think a really even heal uh yes. like they don't overload you with a lot of the nope. lore they, it, you get the highlights it's just three parts really and, simple digestible and um <clears throat> as far as video games go the uh i think it's war for, war for cybertron and um fall of cybertron yes or if, if you want to talk about like how do you how to um outside of that netflix series if you want to be like i want to make a, a g1 a pure g1 show or g1 story and update it yeah that's the way to go and it, it was it was incredible it's it's some of my and and not to pass video games off as lesser like right i i love my video games i love jedi fallen order all of those things mm-hmm. i still would love cal kestis in live action yes. mm-hmm. and, like i would like him in a star war like i Absolutely. i enjoy playing the game but i also want just the story because that's what yeah. we love about it right yeah these games are some of the best Transformers Absolutely. out there. Absolutely. So good. I mean, like, they've got so many of the beats for classic fans, but also they, it, if you've watched the movies, if you've seen a recent show, you've got familiarity with everything they're putting in front of you. Mm-hmm. It's just done so well. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're on PlayStation 3. If you're ancient like me and still have one, I highly, highly recommend you check them out. Um, great stuff. Does yeah. Cliff Jumper live? Yes. Oh, you actually no. get to play as Cliff Jumper in Fall of which I loved because they gave him his glass gun and everything. I'm sorry. Like, oh, yeah. So back in the day, when every Transformer had unique things. It wasn't just you know Optimus Prime and his blaster. It was his ion blaster. Yeah. Um, you didn't have just Megatron and his arm cannon. It was fusion cannon. Mm-hmm. Everybody had a thing. And Cliff Jumpers, for some reason, was a glass cannon. And I don't remember if it's like it turns you into glass or if it, I think that's the thing. Uh, but yeah, so it was a just a deep cut reference that they put in there. Okay. That I, I really enjoyed. I see there's some things about Transformers <laughs> that I'm like, okay. It, like that, that's one of them. Everything had to be a thing. Like, so. Everything did have to be a thing. Yes. It, no, if you get into the history of Transformers and that's what I said, like that's part of the phenomena. Like, these guys from Hasbro went to a toy fair in Japan to try and find the next big thing to sell. Mm-hmm. And they found Transformers or what was two different series. Yeah. Diaclone and Micro Changers. Yeah. Yep. Um, two, and so if you're ever wondering, like, wait, why are these so tiny and these like s- scaled? Uh, mm-hmm. They weren't meant to play together, but Hasbro bought the rights to distribute and were like, hey, Marvel Comics is doing really good with G.I. Joe. What if we did that with this new thing, but in TV? Mm-hmm. Oh. And and basically, you get 22-minute uh, weekly feature-length uh, commercials, commercials for these yes. toys. And so, but they went... They it stayed. worked. It did. Hmm. And so, because of their relationship with Marvel, they went to Marvel and were like, hey, can you come up with the story? Because they literally were just like, we want these toys to sell, make a story to sell them and to be the show. And so Marvel essentially Marvel writers uh, created that and they went deep. Everything had a meaning like, oh, he comes with these two silver cylinders. Oh, we're going to call those, you know, his little, uh, you know, pulse 
uh, grenades or whatever. Like they, I mean, they they had details on everything hmm. back in the day. There there was yeah. a whole Transformers Bible. It's honestly yeah, it, it, there's that there was the specs they had on the back of the boxes, uh, you know, with all of their yeah the, yeah the, the, the specs, their backstory, you know, uh, what allegiance they were in, all that stuff. Man, it was so dope. Yeah, and I mean, and that's what was crazy is like you could just buy a cool toy or you could read the back of the packaging and mm-hmm. get a little bit or you could watch the show or you could do all of it. Yeah. Um, but it was all spectacle too, because you I mean you mentioned one of the coolest features were the tech specs and the hollow stickers. Yes. And so well the hollow stickers was was like that was a little bit later. You talking about when like you put that was on the thing. Yeah, like you put your, you put your thumb on it and it yeah. reveals all about yeah that was a little bit later but um but yeah like there was like a little th- like a little sliver like this and it was like a, a almost like a like 3d glasses or something like that mm-hmm. where you could like put the put that over the specs and it revealed like a little little like secret or something different it was kind of dope yeah those, i remember those figures back then like the the, the the um the basic ones like of course my man prowl um <laughs> Uh, oh. Prowl, Hound, uh, I think even even the Seekers, uh, 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 Skywarp, Starscream, uh, uh, Thundercracker, uh, uh, Thundercracker. Uh, all those guys were like in the ten dollar, ten to fifteen dollar range, and that was like these cost so much money. It was like ten eighty four. You know, I would be like, so glad if Optimus Prime was like between like twenty thirty bucks. Like that's just too much. <laughs> um, Right now, right. oh my god, nowadays, but like, give me just put it right. Away. So, let me sell a kidney for this new one. <laughs> it's a masterpiece, yeah. Oh, oh gosh, they're oh, man. flashing in on that. The masterpieces, and I, I sell those at the shop, and the masterpieces are what you wanted as a kid. The masterpieces are what yeah. I had in my brain while I was <laughs> yeah. playing with these figures. Is it because you know the masterpiece looked just like the animated series, yeah. whereas the toys look nothing. Like the mm. uh, like like the animated series, sure. but you know we had imagination us, us exactly. kids back in the eighties. So you know we talked about yeah. this uh, earlier in the podcast, but I'm serious. Go look up G- Transformers G1 Ironhide figure, and yeah. then look up a comparison to him in the show. Yeah, yeah. You'll be like, this is he looks hardware. So weird. This is not a this is not a being like it. It was, and that's the thing. Like even his face from... was the windshield, sir. <laughs> right. Um, Half of the vehicle that transformed was a platform for yeah. it. like it, 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 it was weird. It um, but like you know, talking about what the toys are now, I'm constantly amazed. Like, um, I'm trying to remember one of the more recent ones that I got where it was just like the engineering mm. that that has come from it is incredible because I have some G1 figures, I have the uh, classic prime, and to go from six step transformation to uh, you know, car to robot in 37 easy steps. I had the uh, the masterpiece version of um, the Constructicons, Devastator. Oh, uh, nice. I, 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 well, not not well. It was it was for the shop. Yeah. So I I I uh, this thing cost like 360 bucks, and I spent four or five hours putting that thing together mm-hmm. into into Devastator, and that was the most stressful. <laughs> Four yeah. and a half hours, whatever, like, ever, because I'm like, this thing costs like 400 bucks. I cannot screw this up. And I'm like trying to like, you know, put everything in the right spot and trying to bend things in ways that is it supposed to go that way? I don't know. And something crack and that's it. But yeah, um, yeah the, you, you 
kids were gene. They made us little geniuses back then, figuring out how to transformation. That was, that was if we didn't look STEM. at the instructions, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like these little STEM kits that kids get now of just like, oh, fun and learning. Like mm -hmm. that was a transformer back in the right. day. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, <laughs> that was Absolutely. our educational fun. Absolutely, we they made us little problem solvers. <laughs> It's crazy. It's so like, there's so many facets of it. And I appreciate like you, uh, and I, I like, uh, very specific lines of the comics, but, um, that's the thing too, much like star Wars, it doesn't just exist in the primary mediums. Right. Um, I would say TV show and, and now movies are very relevant, but especially yeah. transformers is a TV show first, everything else second, I'd say. Mm -hmm. But so many of the uh, Transformers comics, too, have done uh, incredible things. Because mm -hmm. for a long time, you know, kind of like how Star Wars fans talk about Star Wars only existed in the books for a little while. That's Transformers comics. Yeah. They've been going since the beginning and kind of haven't yeah. stopped. Yeah. Um, even when shows kind of tapered off, they're like, oh, they don't like when Optimus Prime is a monkey. Let's not talk about that anymore. <laughs> right. uh, let's take a few years off. What was the, the movement that you told me about? Truck, not monkey. Yeah. Um, people were upset that Optimus Prime was a monkey. Oh, fandoms. Uh, oh, you know. Dear sweet fandoms. Right. <laughs> ruining, ruining my childhood. Um, childhood sucked. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you hit on a lot of the things. Um, I, I was so glad you mentioned the video games because that, that for me definitively is some of the best uh, well done, well written um, uh, Transformers content. And it's also mm. fun games. Mm -hmm. um it's hard to believe they've been out as long as they have but uh if you like first person shooters they're right up there uh really fun really fun <laughs> <No>. stuff <laughs> i don't um so but for for you boop i mean you mentioned transformers prime yes um i'm trying to remember all that you've seen so far i think prime and q1 are kind of your thing yeah that's pretty much it um i, I you've shown me a few episodes of transformers animated I think is what you showed me. Yeah, I sh the the beginning of that. Yeah, uh, it's like a three part beginning or something like that. I've caught episodes here and there when you watch it. That's one of my find shows. find Scramble City. It's a it's it's straight Japanese uh, version. It is pretty much the link between the G one series and the movie. Mm. Oh, that's like, the no, one that you, I yes, that's the one that was when Takara, the Japanese. Transformer parent company mm -hmm. started doing their own thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, down the road comes some of mine, and that that's one of my things is there's so much to love. There's there is the American stuff, but it is as much. I mean, if you've ever grown up watching Power Rangers, it's very much the same thing. There's a Japanese equivalent yep. uh, to whatever you love, isn't it? Yep. Uh, uh, Sentai Ju Ranger is is from season one. Mm -hmm. They took uh, Kiba Ranger from Die Ranger, which is the, the series afterwards for White Ranger. Yep. Uh, season three, which is uh, uh, Ninja Sentai Kako Ranger, which is the, a, a ninja, the ninja theme one they used for the Aquatar Rangers. Yeah. Not a fan of what they did to my favorite Sentai, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, they, they, that, yeah, yeah, on and on. Rangers is it's in its what its thirtieth season now or something like that. Like it's it's nuts. Yeah, and so. Um... Yeah, if you ever want to do an episode on that, uh, oh, definitely it's coming because we, got yes. we've got uh, anniversary coming up for it in twenty something years in the states. Twenty first, I think this is the twenty first year of it in the states. Oh, Rangers? Um, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is like a more than that. No, yeah. Wait, no, it premiered in. Yeah, we're like in the twenty eighth or twenty ninth season right now. It would be twenty eighth if it was ninety four. Yeah, ninety three. Yes, ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah, I I just graduated high school. Yeah, and I was I was. Yeah. Even even crazier. Um. So Transformers eventually did the the Super Sentai and eventually Power Rangers method. Where, like I said, there was chunks of Transformers, and then they would reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Uh, but over in Japan, every year was a new series. Yep. Um, you did have you had Scramble City, mm-hmm. you had uh, Headmasters or mm-hmm. Master Force. Oh, I know um, that word. You had, and they, and they uh, use that for like that 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 short, very very short <clears throat> fourth season, fourth yeah, final re- season, rebirth for G1. Uh, series. Yeah. Um, and uh, leading into one of my favorites, uh, which is uh, Victory, um, which that's the Gundam one. Basically, trades out most of the familiar Transformers for new ones. Yep, I like all the gimmicks of the new ones. That's really the biggest reason I love it. And this, mm-hmm. the show, if you like uh, Power Rangers or Super Sentai, it's very in that vein. Absolutely. Do any of them use Shining Finger? I, I mean. Just that's just G Gundam. That's just G <laughs> Gundam. Cl- close equivalence of just like <laughs> I, you know, here's a very long and eloquently named super attack. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, uh, I I like because I I'm a fan of a lot of anime. A lot of the more explicitly anime Transformers are appealing to me. Like uh, a lot of people don't know, there's a Japanese Beast Wars. Um, yeah. That's yep. very good. Beast Wars two, uh, yep. for some reason, but. I, think there was some other like mini thing they did before that but uh if you've ever seen optimus prime as a lion that's yes. what that's from yep um, lion, lion convoy yep yes yep because because in in japan generally he is convoy 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 mm-hmm. um that, except in headmasters where they got really sacrilegious uh and he was god jinrai um, okay yeah. like yeah I, I would like to <laughs> submit to the peanut gallery because there are things that I just I don't get. Number one, perceptor is just a telescope. Why couldn't they just have a telescope? I, well, I don't know. Because because he, he ta- he's very smart. He's, so, he's a very smart telescope. He's very perceptive. And, yes. And he, yes. Worse. Worse. And he's British. Who? Worse than that. He's not a telescope. He's a periscope. Like he's a desktop right, okay. scientist in a lab. <laughs> Don't <stuff>. love you. <laughs> okay, another thing, which this came up during watching well, the movie but, too. Hang, hang on. So to to that, I will say, like part of we we me and Chris started talking about our childhood trauma, so I didn't get to talk. Like one of my favorite things about Transformers, and I think why I love it, are the functional ones. Yes, I I, I mean as a child, as a wee little creature that is more appropriately sized. So like, yeah, that was my periscope as a child. Oh, yeah. Soundwave was a freaking Walkman. Like, yeah. Tape deck. Like, it's just like, I loved the ones that, I mean, Megatron was an actual almost one-to-one scale gun. Like, yeah. that's I, the other thing. I loved the ones that were like yeah. functional. It you, was so cool. You, there was a time like when we were dating where you just randomly dropped on me one day. Yeah, this is Megatron. You know, right now he's uh, uh, just a robot or a car or whatever. He used to be a gun. And I was like, why? And I watched the movie and I'm 80s. like, why? 
What's more evil than a gun? Good, excellent point. (laughs) Excellent point. I love that uh, technically most of the Autobots are useful things, but in the Decepticons are unhelpful weapons. Decepticons were more more flying machines and and, and instruments of destruction, no pun intended. But uh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just like to think that Megatron is pragmatic, and if he ever caught doing something he shouldn't do, he would be like, hey, Megatron, like, I'm a gun. Guns don't kill people. Starscream kills people. Um, Why does he have to be used by another Transformer? Because how thing? else is he going to function as a gun? He can shoot well, Sometimes he, 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 like, jumps up, he shoots real quick, and then yeah, like, transforms sometimes he right does back. It himself. Galvatron yeah. is a cannon. Like, why can't he just shoot? Well, okay, so... Why does he need to be wielded? <laughs> It was one of those things that toy existed, and they were like, "Surely this is the most evil creation." And you've got to imagine, gun. as a kid, when you're transforming gun. it, the gun is as big as an F-15 fighter jet. Yes, like yeah. they are the same. It, it like, had the, it had <laughs> like, you know the safety and like every like you know oh, dude, shoulder yeah. attachment, so you you know you could aim you it properly. Could, yeah, could, like uh, yeah. completely customize that. Like they they did, they did not care back then. We, no. we we were the test subjects, and and no orange cap, none of that. Like, no, nope. that was not a thing. That was not a thing. There were there were um uh, uh and I forgot the name of them. And I really wanted one real bad as a kid, but I'm really glad I didn't have one. Um, uh, what was it? There were water guns that hmm. looked just like regular firearms, like just like oh yeah yeah yeah. And then when people mistakenly started getting kids mistakenly started getting shot. Because they had these things, mm. uh, they were like, oh, "Let's dial that back." Yeah, let's. And, then that, that. and that's that's when the orange. Uh... Right now, <clears throat> I, I will I will point out, although it's very less featured, uh, and you certainly haven't seen it, but uh, Shockwave is just a gun too, but he's yes. a space gun. Yes. So haven't seen you put, that, you no. put space in front of anything, it, it, it makes it like <laughs> that automatic. much more. I mean, it's a giant purple one, so I don't think you're going to have yeah. to worry about that as much. No. But um, no. But it's yeah, good. like. Um, I mean, that was basically when they got, because again, these were just toys. There was no story to it. They were just made and released in Japan. Uh, Hasbro, with the help of Marvel, added the story. And so when they had to separate good guys from bad guys, they literally went with what are the regular civilian, everyday uh, utility uh, vehicles and, and tools and which are the ones that shoot people. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is why one of them was a cop car, yeah. That was well, not that was one of the good guys. Though. Oh, was it? <sighs> Prowl. Yep, Prowl. Uh. Um, I don't think there was. I don't think for a long time there was a bad guy. Cop. Barricades. Barricades. Barricade. The one now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't that's the one I was he, thinking of. I don't remember when he came in. Just yeah, those uh, terrible Bay movies. That was his mm-hmm. first time in. Really? At all? Horrible Bay movies. Yep. Oh wow. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think so. I, I'm. I'm sure. I know he's bigger now. I know I've seen him in uh, Extra Mid. He was in those video games and everything. Yeah. Uh, I like that he's stuck around because he's a fun mm. character. And generally, mm. he's got purple, and that's yeah. just a winning feature for yeah. me. A cab includes Decepticons. Huh? What? You didn't hear that? No, I genuinely didn't hear. That wasn't fu- that wasn't a joke on my part. <laughs> I'm I just said deaf. A cab includes Decepticons. A cab. I don't know what that is. You really don't. Okay. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, what? Yep, yep. <laughs> no, I'll say it on stream. All cops are bastards. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, they definitely emphasize that in the uh, Bay movies with that whole punish and enslave slogan on the side of the cop car. Yes, they did. 
terrible, uh, terrible movies. <laughs> I don't think so. Here's the thing. Uh, yes, Ben. Yes. Oh my god. Horrible. Ben. Yes, Ben. Shaking that man's hand right now. Oh yeah. I like. I like him. There's the something she... deep down in there to like. Even if it's just the credits, there's something in there to like. With the Bay just... movies. Yeah, it, it makes me love the G one more because that was so <laughs> terrible. Exactly. If uh, I could, you... if I could just uh, 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 talk about a, a, a conspiracy theory that I have. Uh oh, sure. From the uh, from the uh, the nineteen eighty six animated movie, mm-hmm. um, and that is, and I didn't come to this till like years later because Hot Rod was a a bit of a favorite of mine for you know when I was a kid because I didn't know any better. Um, he had flames. <clears throat> he was cool. Yeah. Yeah. He, Nelson. He, listen, he was look he. The perfect storm. He had the best. I still think he's the best design for an Autobot. Oh, the sure. best uh, color scheme, and he had Judd Nelson doing his voice. Fantastic. Hmm. As I got older, I was like, that dude got Optimus Prime killed. Look who became the leader <laughs> at the end of that movie. It's all his fault. He was in league with Megatron to get Optimus Prime killed. Look what happened. If you if you watch the animated movie. Wait until wait. Remember when they all team up to get, or they all meet up again on on the planet Junkion? Yeah. What was the first words out of his mouth? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. And how needy he said it. The Matrix. Watch it again. He is. <laughs> he wants that thing so bad that he killed off. He helped kill. He jumped into that fight with between Prime and Megatron. He didn't have to. And and what happened? Optimus Prime got shot in the face. He died. Boom. The, and people like Chris let it go, and I'm like, shut up! No, <laughs> that's what happened. He killed my Hot space Rod robot Gun. dad. He killed my space robot dad. He <laughs> he worked in league. He was in league in cahoots with Megatron, and 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 then he turned a deal on him at the mm-hmm. end. Like like you know, it's 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 different footage where it's like Galvatron's like, bro, I thought we were in this together. He's like, no, nah, fuck that, I'm taking it, and that's and that's like, how I've he got, got it. Matrix, it became a, exactly. I'm telling you, watch that movie again in a whole different light. You'll see it. Hot um, Rod is 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 a uh, he's he's a bastard. I'm sorry. He's conniving. It, it was all for for his uh, run. He for did he primacy. did it all for the Matrix. Um, he did it all for the Matrix. Ben Ben brings up a great point. That score, the entrance Chip of the Autobots, is pretty epic. I, I feel like that's agreeable, even if you don't like the visual <sighs> introduction. No, I can't. I, can't I, I love any of that. I, I hate that they've stopped using it since the second one. I think I think they only used it in the first two, but um, but man, I I really I really enjoy. I like those movies. I just good for you. I can't quantify it any more than that. <laughs> here's the thing: I'm outnumbered on this for sure. I, here's the thing: I may hate those movies, but I love you, and you I go. we're in the same room a lot. And you watch those movies. Fair. fair. Um, well, so uh, because I'm sure this will take a little bit, we'll go ahead and start uh, getting towards the, the wrap up here. And so I have to go in with the obligatory uh, nerdy question whenever mm-hmm. you find out. Somebody likes something you like. It's always, mm-hmm. who's your favorite character? Oh, so, God. Oh. Um, who, I mean, you've already kind of. Started mm-hmm. that you mentioned it earlier, but if you want to yes. uh, unwrap can, that a little bit more, I can elaborate. Um, yeah, I I love Starscream. Starscream is like the ultimate '80s queer coded. Just ooh, I, I there's something special about a screamy, oops, not wrong, just obnoxious 
character that I love so much. And he's so conniving. Oh, and yeah. I love him so dearly. He's such an opportunist. He's so oh, yeah. ready <clears throat> every time. Megatron just trips Megat a little Megatron bit. Megatron wasn't even like he—he—he he, he was still alive, and he's in that shuttle after the uh, the attack on Autobot City. He's like, he's like, well, uh, these guys aren't going to make it, so uh, I nominate myself as the new leader. Right. Oh, you I know? love the whole. He's like, I'm still, I'm, I'm still, I'm still here. I'm still. I'm still uh, that whole exchange, which I love that they fight it out. I, I'd like to have seen how that played out. That Starscream did still end up getting the crown. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah, however briefly. But that oh. line exchange for sure of just like I still function. What like, a bat! Yeah. <laughs> uh, Starscream yes. got a lot of the best lines. Yes. throughout just, the original show. Oh, how it pains me to do this. <laughs> for that shitting grin in his oh, face. Oh, all yeah. the time. Oh, yeah, I, I think that's the thing too. It's not just that that's like his character. It's, we're not talking about like Game of Thrones conniving. We're not talking about like no. This is literal. Of, of like schemes. if he had a mustache, he'd be twirling it. Oh, oh that like, is Starscream to a T. All the yeah. time, he is out and proud with his deviousness. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially in uh, I, and I didn't get to quantify, but like Beast Wars is one of my favorites. But Transformers Animated is is another really, really great one. I like how unique and new it was. Um, and that was the one that really started putting uh, Queer Starscream forward. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate them for it. Oh, yeah. Because we all knew. Rights. We all knew. Starscream says gay rights all the time, <laughs> all day. Um, and then, you know, slag. He's a good boy. Uh, give him a little pat on the head. He's yeah, a good they changed his name. I know. They, they, He's yeah. now. Ooh, and they realized we're like, oh, wait a minute. Right. That's what that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's so many. Uh, we could probably do a whole episode on Transformers that have transformed their names uh, yeah. since you last Good for met them. Because um, it happens more than you think. Mm -hmm. um, if they're lucky, they still get to just slap like Autobot this, that, or the other. Like Autobot Mudflap or whatever um, <laughs> to keep it. But, Is Mudflap um, a real name? Uh yeah. Yep. I was so uh, insulted. Ooh. Not that mud flap. Okay. I'm thinking of a mm. different one, but I, I know you're gonna latch on to uh Revenge of the Fallen. Uh mud flap. Those those two, those two the those twins, yeah, skids. Yeah, those flap. two, yeah, they were not that was that was not I was <laughs> not happy with that. I was insulted. People were like, weren't you insulted by Jar Jar Binks? Like, no, no one in no. no. family talk like that. But those guys, <laughs> no one in my family talks like that either. But that, I mean, that is blatant. Oh, for sure. Blatant. Well, and that and that that was so that's blatant. a Bayism. The two the two things Bay uh, gets by on racial a lot of the times in his, mm -hmm. his movies Basis. is racial coding and misogyny. Mm -hmm. Yes, and yeah, it's at the forefront. It's it, like it, he, he just like here, take all that. Yeah. Beast Wars is amazing. Absolutely. Um, it yes. still holds up so dang well. Absolutely. I know you don't like it. I, I I don't not like it. I think it's just hard to watch sometimes. It's it's visually it's it's I it's would say I would say watch the you know, I've said it before, but watch the Netflix series because oh, they they hit everything. The, yes. Mm -hmm. So and they do and, and, they and, do and a good justice well. to it. Because mm -hmm. imagine Bro, oh, so like the best way to put it is that the Netflix trilogy is the multiverse of madness for Transformers. Oh, and Absolutely. I did love that movie. It, Absolutely. It's, it's universe hopping Transformers. Yeah. Um, yeah, things happen. I'm like, oh my God, they did that. They went yeah. there. Oh my it was, God. Uh, okay, it was good. cool. Yeah. It was good. 
I might yeah. need like a, a Wikipedia page open, but I will. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah. I have a walking Wikipedia page. So there you go. <laughs> Which one's that one again? <laughs> yeah, that's um, Optimus Prime. Right. <laughs> Who's the big red one? Yeah, but uh, no, there's nothing wrong convoy? with some. Uh, there's nothing wrong with some Dinobot love for sure. Like I said, I got a soft spot for Grimlock. He's, yeah, he's, he's the most he's, precious yeah. beefcake. That's my uh, Transformers has to he's offer. a himbo. Oh yes. Super dino himbo. Big time. Um, but for you, Chris, I think you kind of hinted out, and maybe it was just a childhood favorite, but you have mentioned Prowl. But uh, any other favorites, or do you want to hit on Prowl maybe again? Sound Soundwave, because uh, cool. he to me was outside of Jazz was the only other black, uh, uh, you know, Transformer. Um, uh, oh, and and Blaster was black as well for sure. But um, yeah, Soundwave was a favorite. Prowl mostly because he was the very first one I ever. I ever got it. Yeah, there, there's something special with that. Uh, Optimus Prime is on a level that's untouchable. Uh, mm. Optimus and, and Megatron are on like untouchable levels. Sure. Um, Hot Rod, I hate him, but um, uh, <laughs> I love his design. Is just it's amazing. I love his design. That makes it that makes it real tough to fully fully hate him because his design is so is so dope. Um, uh, yeah, uh, man. Who else? Who else? Yeah, top favorite, like one above all. I don't know if there's a thing. It, it, there's, there's like a group that is like my number one favorites. I, I can't. I, do, I, I, can I can't do one. Understand and respect that because um, certainly with Star Wars, I'm that way. Uh, mm -hmm. It's very hard, Same. and I, I tell people all the time, like you have to quantify what you mean by favorite. Um, yeah, and I'm a broken record, but I've talked about this where it's like if you just ask me my non-thoughtful, not deep and introspective, just because favorite, it's Boba Fett. If you ask me my like favorite because it means something to me, it's going to be Anakin. Hmm. Uh, if you quantify it even further of favorite good guy, it'll be Qui-Gon. Like, uh, there's a, definitely a mass of favorites, yeah. and you kind of have to help me pick right. what you want to get at. I like Tran Darth Maul. Transformers is very easy for me, and it's Soundwave, hands hmm. down. Um, I mentioned it earlier. I love the Transformers with gimmicks and functionality. Um, yeah, it's cool to have a robot that turns into a VW or into a Porsche or into a truck. But it's the ones that it's like, it's not only transformed, but it does a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and Soundwave was the one that had, I think, the best gimmick. I just love the spies, the spying yeah, I, and, and, and the communications officer, all the sets. I love oh. I love a big bot with little bot children. <laughs> and like yeah. <laughs> like there's something about his little cassette babies. Simpsons his babies. That, like, oh my gosh. I I mean, we talked about the movie <laughs> and that whole scene where they're fighting about it, and it's just like, you know, Soundwave um, Superior. Soundwave Superior, Constructicons inferior. inferior. Mm -hmm. And Frenzy bursts out in his defense, like and totally his dad I'm like, craps the word up chrasmatic <laughs> yeah. yeah i like i i just love it so much it's gimmicky but it's so amazing and yeah. um he's always been the coolest one i so think. loyal he is I mean, loyal yeah. to megatron like no other yeah and and um he's the one that gets it done he's the real second in command with megatron in almost mm. every iteration um with no other schemes nothing like that he's mm. not starscream he's not shockwave he's not waiting for his chance on the throne right. he's just he's the there for, for for megatron he's and there the for cause. the cause absolutely mm -hmm. uh no, no you've watched like all the different iterations they've done with Soundwave. yes throughout you know 
no one has ever been able to replicate that vocoder voice like oh, the no. G1. No one has people have sort of come close, but no one has ever been able to do that. And that that oh that that breaks my heart because I've been looking in tutorials like because I'm trying to do it like on Audacity or something like that. Like try to uh oh, replicate that, that but it's 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 damn near impossible. And yeah. you know, I'm not sure if even those sound engineers are even around anymore to even oh. uh comment on that. But uh that was like that <clears throat> his voice was perfection like I, every now and again i'll just watch like there's a best of sound wave g1 thing yeah. on youtube and i'll just watch that and just listen to it, that voice it's, it's, it's amazing it's such a like it's it's what you imagine a space robot would sound like yeah mm -hmm. um yeah. it works to his gimmick especially and i like that they haven't overdone it with other ones um but it's it's never like it that is and will forever be unique um Others have tried to, even other shows have tried to mimic it because under all that uh, editing is just Frank Welker's um, Dr. Claw voice. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <Like, laughs> just doing that <laughs> over yes. and over. Like, that's it. That's and it. That, that's the thing. Like, if, you watch, yeah. if you watch Dark of the Moon or, or Revenge of the Fallen, if you watch the movies and you're like, why does Soundway sound like that? Like, he's always that, technically that, that, sounded that, like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, that's his bass voice, and I, I honestly think that's some of the magic too. Is whatever Frank Welker was doing behind it, yeah. Um, as well, because um, like I know TC Carson did it in the video games. Um, a couple of others have kind of come in because once they figured out it's mostly the 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 edit. Uh, I don't think they put the same magic behind the mic, and I right. don't mean that to any of mm -hmm. the voice actors. Right, right. I, I, I but think Welker's some, on a different level. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, yeah. He he is the legend. He's I I would I would be surprised if he's not still the one with the most voice credits to him. Probably um, this yeah. this dude learned other languages so he could do his lines in other languages yeah. for the movies. Yeah, like, I, like no one else is going to be Megatron. I'm going to be Spanish Megatron. Like <laughs> yeah, like it still amazes me. Like you know some of the other voices that he's done. Like uh, um, when I was a kid, the real Ghostbusters, his animated series was yeah. was was amazing, and he was the voice of um, it's not Spangler. Not Egon. Uh, Jerry, where are you? Um, oh. Oh, why can I think of Ackroyd's character? Ackroyd's. I don't know Ray, Ghostbusters. Stance. Uh, Ray, Ray Stance. And he was the voice of Slimer on there. It's like, it's just, it's just. Yes, that's the voice of Slimer. So, uh, Ben, uh, yes, Rat Trap by Scott McNeil is amazing. So, the close second voice to. Um, Welkers as the most Transformers is Scott McNeil. He was half of the Beast Wars cast. Um, mm -hmm. He was in several of the early 2000s series as well. He He's a fantastic man that I need to go... I need him to go back to cons because I need to meet him. He's just a hoot mm. and a half if you ever look at like the behind-the-scenes stuff. But Scott McNeil uh, is amazing. Dragon Ball Z, right? He was the Ocean Dub Piccolo, yes. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah, so yeah. Bef but yes, before uh, before the changeover happened, he was the ooh, original boy. he was the original uh Piccolo. Yeah. Um but uh yes, Rat Trap is, is lovely. I, I love I mean you're gonna you're gonna get me gushing about Beast Wars no matter what you do. I mean Rob I, Paulson was in that show. My god oh yeah, Rob Paulson was. I, I, I don't remember who he played he in doesn't the original. Either. Because well, because like Chris <laughs> mentioned, like you'd walk in and they'd be like, Hey, 
we have this character that's going to show up for five seconds called Blue Streak. We need you to do a line read for him. Ah, like, Prowl's you younger, dumber brother. Yeah, <laughs> you, you wouldn't get to live with these characters. The only ones really stuck on their characters were the main, main cast. But mm. I mean, Chris, I don't know if you like have it on the top of your head, but it was like 20 Autobots in the in the first couple of seasons. Like, yes, there was a lot. And you're talking about six like, guys doing most of them. Maybe. Like maybe six. Yeah. They're, they're, they couldn't remember everyone. And so I, I don't blame Rob Paulson at all because he definitely no. would have been uh, around that studio uh, at that time to do it. But um, but yeah, I, I love voice acting too. So Transformers is a big reason for that. I, mm. I love these amazing actors uh, and the things they do for these characters because other than that, like the toys are cool, but it's the people behind them that do make them cool Absolutely. optimus prime is cool because of peter cullen yeah um you know uh chris lotta wow. and so many others have gone yeah. on to make starscream amazing frank Welker, yeah. i mean uh, oh yeah um casey Kasem brought many a transformer to life as well yep. cliff um, jumper yep that was that was uh his i think that was his definitive one yeah uh for sure um but yeah like so many great people have worked behind Transformers, and I think that's part of it too. Is it's just, it's this big, layered thing. Is yeah. it the toys? Is it the show? Is it the movies? It's, it's, it is a perfect. It's, mix. It's, it's it's a mix. It's it's a mix of all that, and it's amazing. Like Scatman Crothers was the voice of uh, of Jazz. <laughs> yes. If uh, if you know what I'm talking about, like have you ever seen the uh, the, uh, the Nicholson movie, The Shining. Uh, Shining. Yes, yep. and he was in that. He was yes, the guy that was. said yeah. the, the thing. He said mm -hmm. the shining. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you, you've gotten, and I mean, we mentioned it. You, you eventually get big names in there. Leonard Nimoy was Galvatron that one yeah. time. Yes, he was. Yeah. And I, I think that slipped by me at first when I first watched. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. What's well, it, Spock? <laughs> and, and it's funny because, it like, um, I remember the first time finding that out and being like, wait. But like he was so brutal in that movie, yeah. Like uh, choking out Hot Rod and all that other stuff. I'm just like, dang, that's that's yeah, okay. Well, like right. that was when we watched the the movie the other night. I'm pretty sure that was the big wow of the movie at first was just watching the credits and seeing all of the people that were in that yeah, dang movie. The fastest yeah. talking man, exactly. um, John Moschita. Yeah, blur. Yeah. Maybe um, we want to buy some Hot Wheels and and stuff like that. And I, and that's what I I you know again animated. I hate to keep bringing that around, but that's one of my favorite shows, um, because it's unique. But it also does very similar things. It plays to the nostalgia. It brings mm -hmm. uh, classic voice actors back to their classic characters. Um, and so there's many a Transformer out there. And I think the the big thing I wanted to unpack uh, we've done is that there's so many things about it that are more than just the toys or the media and there's a lot of different ways you can find your way into transformers if you want to yeah. here's the thing we all have ever-growing lists of things to watch just throw a transformer on there yeah. one of them they're yeah. again they're they're accessible more than ever absolutely um, anyway that's the same thing i say to people like uh today someone came in uh to the shop and they want to pick up some vader comics and they came up, and they didn't know the difference. They grabbed one uh, from Charles Soule's run, one from Karen Gillan's run, and one from Greg mm -hmm. Pak's run, thinking they were the same series. So like, Understandable no, 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 mistake. No. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, and I was like, I was like, where do you want to go? Because there's, 
like, like with anything with Star Wars, there's no, you know, the OT purists can say what they want. There is no, um, every point in Star Wars, it's an entry point. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So uh, I said to him, I'm like, where do you want to go? I said, Charles Souls takes uh, takes place right after, like right after Revenge of the Sith. Um, uh, uh, Kieran Gillens takes place right after Episode Four. Greg Pox is right after Empire Strikes Back. Where do you want to go? And he's like, well, I want to uh, do right after Revenge of the Sith. I'm like, all right, let's get you this uh, Charles Soul books. Boom, mm-hmm. you're good to go. So good. Uh, it doesn't matter where you get in. Same thing with Transformers. I say, still stay away from the Bay movies, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, or at least you know, wait you, until we do our apologetic episode on it, where I your try and apologetic convert. episode. <laughs> uh, this like, is gonna be all, all you, hail, baby. <laughs> all hail Megatron! If you want to get into the comics, all hail Megatron is an amazing starting point, like uh, the comics for IDW. Mm-hmm. Amazing starting point because it um, just it just it just went on from there, and it, like ah, uh, just uh, totally opened that universe up. I I throw in there regeneration one. Um, mm-hmm. If you want a very fresh start, because they're much like Marvel and DC have had to do over their decades of yeah. comics, there's a lot of soft reboots. Regeneration One was one I really liked, uh, which is another IDW, and so you're guaranteed great art, great story. Right. Um, they have for the 20th anniversary brought back Beast Wars comics right now, and um, I highly recommend them. Really fun art, uh, really interesting <coughs> story. So if you've already experience beast wars and you like it if you want something a little different than just cars and robots um mm-hmm. maybe also, try that i'm really enjoying it support your local comic shops absolutely yeah where you can most of them can still find it for you so try that out i i would recommend the transformers movie comics defiant you're just gonna keep if trying you, if you want story those movies don't do story very well so if you want the story Give it a shot. I'm Give it almost a shot, certain they're Chris. dirt cheap. He's, he's, he's giving it. it. He's giving it the old college try. I understand. <laughs> I am. Ryan. I am. Uh, either just, that or yeah. uh, he's trying. The Transformers <laughs> movie uh, Reign of Starscream is also very Ooh. good. Yes, I do good. like Starscream. Starscream gets to shine and be his dramatic self. Um, he doesn't do that usually. Not in the movies. No, he doesn't. He yeah. Yep. Don't have favorites in the movies, I will say. Because don't. if they're not Bumblebee, they don't show up. They don't get mm. more than 30 seconds. So. It's true. I, Bumblebee is a sweetheart and a cute little boy. But, like, there are other Transformers. Uh, yeah, and they're they're starting to get better at it. But, uh, uh, you know, the movie didn't help. But, uh, yes, Beast Wars has current comics. They are still producing them. I think yeah. they're yes. about 17 issues in right now. Uh, yeah. I've 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 definitely since fallen off on some of the Transformers books, because uh, it, it just got like it. It not that it got bad. It's just like man, this is getting. It, I just couldn't keep up after a while. Mm. With, like everything else I was reading and you know Star Wars books, and everything else. But uh, like I'm gonna start picking up like graphic novels and hardcovers and whatnot here and there to mm-hmm. get back into it. Because it, it was one point where I'm like, this is, like this isn't even just like good versus evil. This is super political. Like it just <laughs> got like it, it's like that between the Autobots and Decepticons, yeah. and you're wondering. Who's the real bad guy here? You wonder about that, and then there's like you know the the there's like a a third faction and like you know then the ones that the forgotten people. Oh man, it's, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's very much it it leans into a lot more of that in the com the comics get to do what none of the shows none of the movies ever really got to do, and they get right. to spend 
Way uh, the Netflix time. series. The Netflix series dabbles in a little bit with the shades of gray because you're sympathetic with well, Megatron. Yeah, they, for a bit, they, and they, then he starts to go off the deep end. I'm like, all right, man. You gotta yeah, go. they I, they approached it from the side because normally we start Megatron is bad. Yeah, like we start with okay, we have a clear good and evil. Uh, they did have a bit more of a personal journey, I think, for a lot of characters in that one. Yeah. Which was a different approach, which I also think is why not too many people liked it. I I, I don't know. But hmm. um, that, yeah, you can find it Netflix. You can find it on Tubi. It's, Transformers is out there. If you want to check it out, you can. It's been around for 38 years, so it has to be doing something right. Yeah, it's doing something uh, right. Somebody likes it. Right. I'm sure. Uh, clearly, clearly we do. We've been talking about it for an hour and a half. So, yeah. um, again, I plan to, at some point, Come to the defense of the Michael Bay movies that Boba is apparently allergic to. <laughs> so is Chris. And so Chris, it's fine. Yes. Um, but for now, uh, yeah, we we set out to celebrate uh, this weird little show, toy line, comic series with a couple of cool games, uh, and I think we've I think we've done that and hopefully piqued interest, uh, maybe uh, highlighted interest. Now you know we are Transformers friends. Uh, come talk to us. Uh, we'd, we'd be glad to do that. But uh, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, we're back next week to talk some Star Wars. We'll be uh, if you were with us uh, last week, we talked about favorite Jedi. We will be uh, back next week to talk about the other side, favorite Sith, uh, with a couple of special guests for that. So very excited. Yes. Um, and of course, the Kenobi discussion is forthcoming. Kenobis. Um, Love that, man. We are almost done, and it's hard to believe, but yeah. luckily, uh, so much more is on the way. <laughs> um, Andor is right around the corner, as yeah, well as many other things. He's standing right around the corner mm-hmm. with a just, sack just, just waiting, to waiting. put over my head and drag me down an alleyway. Like, yeah. I am ready. He's going to take show. us to touch Java. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, uh, Chris, for Bruaxium, for uh, Blue Bantha, uh, do you got any any promos, any upcoming projects, anything you want to shout out? Well, uh, you know, Dan and I are working on the uh, <clears throat> our uh, top three moments of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi called Broby John Kenobi. John is a, is a Philly word, so, you know, we're, you know, so we're stupid. Um, so we got that. You know, we still do our, our, our Star Wars comics previews, our quick shots. Uh, we try to do them every Tuesday. We have them out, so... You know, the, the out of day before the comics come out, just something to get you hyped for the comics. Star Bros are doing their thing, and they uh, they have their uh, their their episodes every other week. And um, what else we do? And of course, every Sunday night, shooting the poodoo, where yeah. we just yes. literally shoot all the poodoo, and we just find me have there. a good time. It's all chilling. Yeah, yes, <laughs> terrorizing Dan, and I it's love true. it. Um, <laughs> and for Blue Bands of Milk, Blue Bands of Milk, we're working on. We just finished uh, Calvaristian Chronicles number four. Yes. I can't do another episode until my voice gets better. Ben, <laughs> thank you. Could you that, yes. Thanks, bro. Um, and uh, let's see. We're also working on uh, episode 4.75. We're still in the middle of writing that. Uh, it's insane. It's, it's insane. Like the two scenes that I, that I, uh, that I wrote, I'm like, this is ridiculous. This, <laughs> a, the AI is, the AI needs to be questioned. It needs I Jesus. Think. Like it needs, it needs, it needs several Jesus. Yes, it several needs space Jesus. AKA yeah, it needs so many. It needs Mothman. <laughs> Some form of deity. Yes, and salvation. <laughs> but not Terminator salvation. Um, 
an underrated I like movie. That movie. I, I did too. I there you go. Great. That's something like you guys it. agree on. I like, I like everything like Genesis, honestly. I like that too. Oh, well, you know what? That, that you can go sit with Kev. <laughs> now you know how I feel, Chris. Uh, no, that uh, the T1000 scene was epic, and that that was a, that, oh, yeah. that was about it. Oh, yeah. uh, but you know, yeah. Uh, Nerd Herder Pride merch is out. Yes. Uh, link in the description for our T Public where you can buy that. All the proceeds we get from our Pride merch uh, will go to the Amadala Initiative, aka Amadala Helps, on Twitter. Yes. Uh, if you want to know more about that, then check it out there. But basically, supporting Equality Texas. Uh, and their work with LGBTQ plus folks and families. Um, it can be slapped on anything, uh, t-shirt, pillow, or in my case, a mug. Your However dog. you want to show your pride and support for your favorite weird little podcast, uh, you can do so. Put it on your fridge. You can also check out any of our other designs as well uh, if you want to support the show. And speaking of supporting the show, thank you to our patrons. Uh, to everyone else, thank you for listening. If you liked it, let us know you liked it by leaving a like, sharing it, rating it, whatever you do, wherever you get this content, either live or after the fact. But we definitely appreciate you stopping by to our weird little corner of the internet. Uh, for another Hashtag week. weird space friends. Weird space friends for the win. Um, for life. Uh, if nothing else, maybe this has been entertaining. I would certainly hope to hear uh, a few messages of, hey, I checked it out. Hey, I found my Transformers. Or, hey, Chris is right. This movie sucks. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, if, yeah. If you've I'm checked out a Star one. Wars after this. Uh, it's not Star Wars. Star if you've Wars. checked out a Transformers after this, uh, I will be very happy and proud and satisfied. So Go uh, watch the 1986 Transformers, the movie. And you yes. Will, yes. If nothing and else, never just watch leave the with questions. Just turn and it never on, watch the baby movies again. Listen to the music. If oh my god! Greatest okay. soundtrack ever. Oh my gosh! Um, but uh, nonetheless, even if you don't, hey, we had fun, and that's what that's what's important, right? Absolutely. Friend with friend, fun with friends. Friend, friend with. I'm yes. slowly <laughs> losing my ability to speak. So, so um, all you need to say, all all I need to say is till all are one. Look at you. There you go. I remembered something. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Thank till, you. Till all are one. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee.